read some of those frontier romances, but I don't believe any of it. Surely Brad doesn't. Oh, no, not the romances. Thea sounded shocked, then both of them laughed. But he has read some of the written accounts about the real journey and about California. And he's interested in hearing the speaker tonight, because he's actually made the trip twice. They went inside. The house felt cool after the warmth of the afternoon and the exertion of rambling among the berry bushes. But what's that got to do with Brad wanting to go to church tonight? Penny tossed her straw hat down and went over to the small mirror hung above the kitchen sink. She twisted her waist-length auburn braid into a knot on top of her head and secured it with a couple of hairpins she took from the pocket of her pinafore. Brad's not exactly what you'd call a pillar of the church. She halted suddenly then whirled around to face Thea. That is, unless... She paused, then demanded, Unless... He's not... Brad's not seriously thinking about going west. Is he? Thea's large eyes widened as she nodded solemnly and answered, Yes, I truly believe he is. Penny frowned. Ever since the news of the discovery at Sutter's Fort had spread east and been written about in the newspapers, a lot of men had got California fever. Even in the small rural community of Dunwoody, Missouri, several men had left wives and families to go in search of gold. With a sinking heart, Penny knew it was exactly the kind of thing that would spark her brother's impulsive nature. All those tall tales of instant riches would be just the thing to catch his imagination— Warily, Penny asked, "'You don't mean Brad's thinking of prospecting, do you? Not gold, for heaven's sake. No, not gold, but land. You know, if you homestead, you can get acres and acres for practically nothing. But Brad's doing so well. You just got your house finished, and his carpentry business keeps him so busy. Yes, I know, but he's been restless lately.' He keeps talking about all the opportunities there are out west for a man. Thea shrugged. You ought to know your brother, Penny. Penny did indeed. From the time he was a little boy, Brad had a reckless streak and was easily bored. He was always looking for some new excitement. After their parents' deaths and they'd come to live with Grams, Penny often used to wonder out loud if he was going to live long enough for Grams to raise him. He was always doing something dangerous, reckless, taking chances. Thea smoothed Belinda's cheek. She looks sleepy. I think I'll put her down on Gramps' bed for a little nap if that's all right. Then we can talk, Thea said over her shoulder as she carried the little girl, whose blonde curly head was drooping onto her mother's shoulder into the bedroom right off the kitchen. While Thea was out of the room, Penny squeezed lemons, stirred sugar into the juice, then mixed it with water from the kitchen pump. Frowning, she got down two tumblers from the whitewashed oak cabinet and put them on the table along with the pitcher and a plate of molasses cookies. Why had Brad gotten all stirred up about going west, just when everything was going so nicely? When he had fallen in love with the gentle Althea Rawlings and married her, both Penny and Grams had breathed a sigh of relief, thinking that he would settle down. But evidently he hadn't. After not quite three years of tranquil domesticity, Brad was thinking about going west? Her eyes closed the minute I put her down, Thea announced as she came back into the kitchen. Mmm, that looks lovely. I'm thirsty. 
She pulled out one of the ladder-back chairs and sat down at the table. Thoughtfully, Penny studied her brother's wife. Small, slender, delicate-featured, Althea Rawlings hardly fit the picture of the stalwart pioneer woman taking over the reins of an ox-drawn covered wagon. Neither did she resemble one of those daredevil heroines of the dime novels Penny had sneaked upstairs to read under the covers as a girl. Actually, they had been so preposterous she had ended up tossing them aside in disgust. She was sure the reality of the West was different from what either the novelists or the recruiters for wagon trains had written about it. Thea took a long sip of lemonade. The main reason Brad wants me to go tonight is to hear firsthand what it's like. Surely a church speaker wouldn't make up something that wasn't true. Thea reached across the table and clutched Penny's hand. That's why I want you and Grams to go and hear what this brother Carmichael has to say. I'd like your opinion, you and Grams.